Yeah, change the beliefs of the people, you change the environment. Welcome to The Wayfinder Show with Adam Lacey and Luis Hernandez, where guests discuss the why and how of making changes in their life that led them down a greater, more authentic path or allowed them to level up in some area of their life. Our goal is to dig deep and provide not only knowledge, but actionable advice to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Come join us and find the way to your dream life. All right, Adam, how you doing? Doing good, man. Another yeah. day, another chaotic day here, but uh, things it are good. Is. How about you? I'm doing all right, man. I guess I should let the audience know. <laughs> I've, uh, I failed a 75 hard again. <laughs> I know, it was three times, but you know what? Honestly, this time it was a choice. Uh, you know, I went on a big road trip, as you know, and uh, I was driving all day, every day, and saw a lot. Of, you know, it was kind of a ghost tour, I call it, and I just decided to call it good. But I have come up with my own little habit tracker. I've modified my seventy-five hard, so I know Andy Frasello will be disappointed, and all the Facebook groups around it <laughs> will call me a bitch and whatever. But it is what it is. I'm very content with what I'm doing, and I am grateful to have been exposed to it. But I'm making it a habit as a way of life, not as a 75 hard day. So what'd you make it? 18 hard? No, 18 minutes a day of, <laughs> of not drinking alcohol, man. That's it. <laughs> no, just playing. I, I, a lot of it are the same. You know, um, we can, you know, well, you know, a lot of it the same. Definitely reading at least a half hour or 10, min, 10 pages a day. You know, the two workouts a day, one of them running, you know, I'm an avid runner. So the workouts wasn't the hard part at all. Um, but, uh, the, uh, the food thing, I just said, I'm not, I'm cutting sugar and processed foods. It ain't a special diet. I'm just cutting those. Yeah. Um, I, I, for the most part, I didn't do much of that anyways. And that helped me, but I don't want to be stuck to a Mediterranean diet or anything like that. There's a lot of good healthy things out there that don't comply with it. I just am not going to do sugar processed foods and that's it. You know, water. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I wasn't too far off from a gallon before already, but and then I added a couple new ones, like uh, just making sure I do track my expenses every day. I'm pretty bad about that. Making sure I invest. Uh, I said just a, at least a hundred dollars a week, which is not huge, but you know, usually I'll set aside ten percent, but sometimes I don't, and so I set a low bar, something to do every week. That's it. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Anyways. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, good on you for thanks for doing something and just trying to improve. That's what it's about, man. But today yeah. we got a special guest. We got our friend, our emerged brethren, Jimmy Napolitano. Did I say that right? You nailed it. Nice. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. All right. <laughs> Jimmy, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, fam? How you guys doing? doing good. Well. How are you, Jimmy? Hey, just I'm alive and I'm happy. Cool. Man. You look it. That's all we could ask yeah. for, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. So tell the listener a little bit about yourself. You start wherever you want, a little bit about your backstory, and then, then let's lead into what you got going on these days. Cool. Yeah, I guess um, I'll start uh, just like 
a lot of people when when I was growing up, I made a lot of bad bad choices, bad decisions. Um, you know, had some DUIs. I had a failed marriage. It really came from just a a lack of being a I'm not going to say a, a great human being because I'm a, I was always a, a really nice guy, but just lack of goals, lack of focus. Um, didn't have really good habits either. Um, Lewis, I heard you you failed seventy five hard. It's it's tough, right? It's kind of like a it could be like a daunting task. Like if, it, if we're looking at a goal. It's like, oh man, I got to do all this stuff. I got to do all this stuff. I got to do all this stuff. What if we reframed that though? What if we didn't look at it as the goal that we're chasing? What if we looked at it like, hey, I am the guy that goes and I'm going to be healthy. For instance, health is the easiest one for me. What if I just wanted to be healthy? What does that mean that I could do today? Today, I could go to the gym. Today, I could eat you know, a nice grass-fed piece of steak. Um, or, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, I have to, my goal is to read 30 books. I am, you know, I'm Adam. I'm going to, you know, I am going to just read today. I'm a reader. Yeah. So I'm just going to do it for fun. That's my yeah, step one. That's it. So you just kind of keep on building those, ha- those steps to, to be, you know, where we're going to be happy. Right. So just look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, I'm just taking it one day at a time. I yeah, completely agree. That, that's a great way to put it. I mean, I, I was thinking that, you know, like I consider myself a runner, but what if I don't run? Am I really a runner? a runner? Right? So like these are the things, that's kind of how I came up with the new habit tracker. I, I came up for, like I, I consider myself a reader, but honestly, I wasn't reading much. And 75 Hard made me realize that. It got distracted by that phone now. So just what does the reader do? They read, right? Mm-hmm. So I put out there and it, into that. So I took the ones that I wanted. You know, I, I consider healthy eating, no sugar, no processed food. You know, I know there's more to it than that, but that's as much as I want to consider it healthy. So um, I already yeah. did. And then you could get down so, the road a month and build on it, right? And add something else it. if you want to or not, but, you know. That's it. Yeah. So make it part of your identity, not not a, you know, this wasn't a marathon for me. It's, uh, you know, it, it was a something i want to be a part of my identity right don't get me wrong i love 75 hard i think it's a great program yeah, yeah I think totally totally i agree i agree but sometimes like we just shift how we how we look at it a little bit mm-hmm. and i think fun. some people need to do it right like it's but for sure um i got a lot out of it huh? yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's great for a lot of people and i mean i dig the the nutrition part about it as well I'm the mm-hmm. same way. I mean, as as part of the goal setting before, it was more is more. I didn't know what I didn't know, mm-hmm. so I got with a, a group of guys that that knew more than I did about a habit. There was there was a lot of ego involved when we were little, so some of it was um, you know I could do it my own way and I could crush it at the gym and I could do this, and I didn't get. I didn't get a lot of, I didn't get a lot of traction. I was still, you know, I was, I was a pretty big guy, but I mean, I've never seen my abs even in college. So by, by fixing the nutrition part, it was just amazing how much yeah. weight came off and just totally. throw some daily habits in there. 
So what did you do from a nutrition perspective? Did you follow any kind of plan or just eat clean as you can? Or what did that look like? Yeah, so I joined, uh, I found this guy, Matt Roberts, and he runs Primal Fitness. And it's actually based out in the UK. I'm not sure if this is true or not. I know I was one of the first Americans um, on his team. And the basis behind it is just living and eating ancestrally. So mm. as organic as you can, as far as, you know, meats, and I'm not talking lean meats either. I'm talking, you know, nice, big, healthy fats. Um, all yeah. the American uh, doctors and, and stuff, they, they kind of look at my macros and be like, you're going to die. Yeah. What if you look at my test? I mean, it's actually pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the weight comes off. So, um, yeah, just, you know, just really eating plants, animals, and that's pretty much about it. And you just keep it really easy. Just go when you go shopping, just go around the outside aisles. That's where all the good stuff is. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, those, so how, that was the biggest change. How'd you find Matt Roberts? So I uh, actually injured myself working out like a meathead, you know, going too hard, too fast for too long. I, um, I hurt my back. And I was looking actually for a, uh, a nutrition guy, or I'm sorry, a fitness guy. And I ended up finding somebody that did both. I'm like, I need to, I need to be a little bit healthier. Um, and where it really stemmed from is I lost a race from one of my, uh, one of my friends. I lost a race. We did by like three hours. I'm like, oh, I, I need to, I need to invest. <laughs> so either way, I found this guy, Matt, and he kind of, he hit all the buzzwords I was looking for. It's like, Hey, go slow to go fast. And, I was like, oh, cool. And, you know, you don't have to sacrifice. You could eat anything you want on this diet. You know, you're not really eating out of scarcity. I'm like, all right, let me give this, let me give this guy a try. So um, I actually found him on Facebook and um, he had a really good approach. It was really like, you know, there was like a, a beginner class type thing. It's like, hey, try it, try this for a little bit and um, see if it works. And I lost, I lost a lot of weight. I was like, holy crap. And then I was, I was just addicted since then. That right. was almost two years ago. Hmm. Wow. And is, oh, is, so it's a program like you get like coached online or how, how does that work? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they meet with you weekly and it's almost as, as much as you want to talk to them. I mean, most of them are in the UK. Actually, the head trainer is, he's all over the world. He was in Peru. He was in Bali. He, I think he's, uh, running Mount Everest right now. He's like a mad wow. scientist. But um, yeah, you meet with him weekly and um, kind of update your your nutrition, just like a little bit, they kind of tinker. Um, and then they build out your training stimulus. So whether it's running or, or lifting, wherever you're deficient in, they tailor the program for you. So um, it's something that I'm heavily involved in. It's almost like my, almost, it, it's my habit. It's the thing that keeps me going because my belief is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And if we could do the the habits of that, I mean, it's it's not like you could, you know, grind and hustle a relationship, but there are certain habits that you could do that correlate both ways. Hmm. So you, you started off by talking about some of the Poor decision making you had as a as a youth, mm -hmm. and how that carried over into your young adulthood. Is this what got you to really look? Was this the catalyst to help you change, or what? 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 
how did how did you you know what was in between there yeah so uh there's you know definitely a, a rock bottom that was that was hit and um that was pretty much going to to jail after you know a couple duis losing yeah. a marriage um and it was a it was a toxic marriage um i should have gotten out of it a long time before you know before i made that decision but yeah. um yeah i think i think the catalyst was just really really that it was coming from the bottom and something needs to change um that's a really good question it was it was it was a need um you know i you know over over i think it was like you know a couple years later i got married to my now wife erica and um you know there's still there's still there were still bad habits i still drank and mm -hmm. you know i just didn't know how to communicate with her um but she was like hey you you hit every physical goal that you that you set your eyes on why don't you work on yourself so you know that helped put in line a personal growth almost challenge as well as the health and nutrition challenge and i had i have really good mentors too that have helped me with communication and setting actual goals and how to attain them and being very specific with that too so it was just a it's almost like a team effort it almost took, takes a village to to help me get to where i'm at it's, it's not just <laughs> me i mean everything that i say and everything that i i do is is coming from someone else i'm not very creative i don't make anything up um it's just all stuff that i've learned and and heard before but you so had to what? take the action to do it which is which is cool yeah. man it's something to be proud of so sorry louis go ahead no i'm just curious because you know so when you're sitting in a jail cell it's pretty clear that could easily be a bottom right like that that hits but you don't you went, know you don't know the shit right like you think all right yeah all right so a couple of days in jail or i did i did more than a couple of days it was like 90 right that's fine you know you cut off all the emotions but you're not ready for what happens afterwards right yeah. i i'm talking about like 10 years later i'm yeah. still trying to fix shit from from that yeah because you have all these you know you get everything stripped away right your hands are tied behind your back your ego is shot now you try and go get a job yeah try and go get a job after going to jail it's hard right now you know you have family you have friends that you know are looking and you kind of create stories about you know what they think about you and you know this is a guy that went to jail and now the thing that gets you up and out of that is like you know hustling you're grinding you're relentless you stop at nothing. There is nothing that could get in my way to get to where I need to go. But that same thing are things that are killing me right now. I had now, after learning that, have to switch my mentality to say, you know, my stories are not like you are the toughest, you are the go-getter. Now I'm looking at myself and saying, you have nothing to prove. Mm. You are mm. successful. I'm proud yeah. of you. I'm looking in the mirror and saying that, yo, I am. And this is a new skill that I'm acquiring. I'm mm. proud of you. I love you. Mm. So that's a long way from a guy sitting in a jail cell. Mm -hmm. So 
But it sounded like your fitness was kind of that first catalyst, if you will, right? That that first, that's how you bounced out and and decided to start making yourself better. And then it sounds like your wife kind of nudged you into more, you know, to handle yourself spiritually and emotionally, uh, if I'm understanding that correctly. But what what was that first step look like? Did it, did you hire a coach immediately? Did you turn to books, podcasts, or how did you start that journey? Actually, emotional growth. Can we pause and go back a little little bit further than that? Because definitely answer that question. But even before that, how do you know, all right, you're out of jail. You're now Mm -hmm. in a new happy marriage, right? Or at least you think you're happy. But your wife's like, yo, you got to go work on yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And but clearly you're not, you know, you're not getting busted for DUIs anymore. You're in a happy marriage now, like on the surface level, you mm-hmm. look, you know, you're successful, right? How do you, how does your wife recognize that you're still kind of broken? How do you recognize that you're still broken? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and then that's, that's a really good question. That was, a, that was a great pickup because I totally just buzzed yeah. over that. So yeah. before we got married, um, no, I was, I was not. Um, I was not drinking and driving anymore. Yeah. I was drinking. Okay. So what showed up was a lot of, a lot of false, false, uh, you know, machismo and, you know, I'm an alpha male and my wife is actually taking care of me at that point in time. Um, and I wasn't the best at the time boyfriend at all. I was doing things, you know, at night that, you know, is not conducive of a healthy relationship. Um, there was a scarcity mindset and almost imposter syndrome saying like, hey, this beautiful woman is taking care of me. At some point, she's going to figure out that, you know, I'm not worth it and I'm not worthy and she's going to leave me. That's the story that I was creating. So I hid that a lot with alcohol and I lived, you know, the alcohol was also hiding you know, the confidence. So to go back full circle, um, Adam, I needed the confidence in myself first, because there might have been a lot of, you know, endorphins that were out there and, you know, dopamine that was kind of left on the table that I wasn't hitting, I wasn't getting. And, you know, I'm not talking about like, you know, drugs or anything, but, you know, they were like synthetic things like, you know, uh, flirting with girls or, you know, drinking a lot. Um, they were very, very surface level things. They weren't things that were actually making me happy. What would actually make me happy is feeling healthy, having a clear mind, having people love me for who I am. So yeah, that started with the physical journey, which allowed me to almost start snowballing. Um, but the other thing um, was being put in an environment that was conducive of that. So getting rid of the toxic friends and having a really good and straight mentor to kind of line that up for me. So all of that stuff was, (laughs) all of that stuff was conducive to, to having a, a loving relationship. I mean, I, when I was drinking, I have my youngest son who did not like me and would not hug me hmm. um, because I was not acting like the person I, w- I should have. Um, he demanded respect. 
and I wouldn't, I didn't give it to him. I would yell at him and I was, I was, wasn't, I mean, I was, I was a good father, but I didn't act like it at night sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I stopped, you should have seen almost the overnight switch when I started talking to his mother better and, you know, being respectful, he demanded that I was a good father and a good husband. So, um, I had, I had to step up to his level and, you know, the kid's three and four years old. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really yeah. cool. That's uh that's beautiful. I, I can totally relate to that. You know, in times when I've, I know I've drank and I don't consider myself an alcoholic or a hardcore drink. I, I, I mean, I remember one time coming home and my daughter just want, didn't want to be around me. And she told my mom, my wife that, <laughs> mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, because she thought I was weird. I mean, they see things in us that we don't see in ourselves, right? Like we're not being the good people we are. Now we have a great relationship for that. But you just made me realize that by what you said, that well, she saw that and, and how she demanded that. That's, that's, that's deep. Well, it's amazing wow. like, where you come from. Like we forget all of the good qualities that we have about ourselves. Yeah. I mean, if you hang around with, you know, really high end and you, like a, a good and healthy environment yeah people can can pinpoint the things that make you successful but sometimes we get so lost in everyday things that you know i have to do this and i have to achieve that and i have to make this person happy we forget about all of those things we forget about hey he's funny he's joyous yeah. you know he you know he treats people nice he listens we don't have we don't, we we lose sight of that sometimes. So it's almost like the self love part goes to the wayside in order for us to think that we need to be hardcore and grind to get success. Yeah. How do you stay on that? Is there a way that you do you have anything like you you take a step back every Sunday and start making sure you're you're living the way you want to live or anything like that? Or do you just try to keep it top of mind to be a good dad, be, be happy and joyous, Jimmy? That's a really good question, Adam. <laughs> it's a, it's a new and acquiring skill and it's something that takes a lot of awareness. You have to be aware of where you're at and what your intentions are and the integrity to yourself. You know, are the things and the choices that I'm making are they in alignment with are they in alignment with who I want to be? So, you know, sometimes they they are hard skills like, you know, taking 15, 20 minutes in the morning and either journaling or or meditating. Um, maybe it could be some affirmations in the mirror when, you know, maybe somebody's around, maybe it isn't, but it's not about um it's not about, you know, making somebody else happy or, or caring what other people think. But a lot of it is, yeah, they're like soft skills. It's awareness. You know, am I doing this thing to prove that I can? Or am I doing this to, you know, make somebody else happy? Um, just being aware of that and making sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. That's really, you know, for my integrity and my goals selfish isn't exactly the worst thing in the world to do things for the self right you got to take care of yourself if you want to truly have have the energy to 
take care of others, I think. So there's definitely nothing wrong with some self-love. Absolutely. And do I, you know, was I abusing alcohol? Absolutely. Do I still Mm -hmm. drink? I would say, yeah. I mean, maybe twice a year, right? But we have to, we have to go back and look at our goals. Hey, for me to be this person, can alcohol be a factor two or three times a night? And the answer for me is no. Yeah. About two or three times a month. Answer is probably still no. You know, once, once every six months, maybe. I don't know. Right. But it's not, it's the, it's the less important thing. It's, it's about prioritizing the needs and wants to get where you need to go. So where are you going? What's, what's, what goals are you currently chasing? Right now, happiness, being joyful, being a, a, a loving person, people, I'm people, I'm teaching people that because I love myself, I'm teaching them how to love me too. So you, you teach people that, but also, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a health and fitness, I would say journey. And it's not the journey that you would think my, my fitness goal. I mean, I do a lot of obstacle course racing. Um, my goal isn't to go run a race and get first or second or third place. Um, I feel like the races are the fun part now. It used to be the goal. Don't get me wrong. I used to like, Hey, I want to get that podium. I want to get, I want to get that. And I, you know, just recently did get one, but the goal is longevity and health. I want to be 60 years old, look like I'm 30 and still outrun my kids. Yeah. Right. I want to bench press, you know, my wife 30 times. I want to live long. I don't want to be healthy and I want to do it at a nice, healthy. So if I want to, if I want to be 65 years old and go surfing, I'll have the ability to do it. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Now for right now, the small little checkpoints are like the, are the races and the community that's, that's around me when I do that. Um, there's a really good community of, like I said, like-minded people that enjoy and want to do the same thing. Hmm. Do you run all sorts of races or is there like one particular, like, you know, tough modder, savage, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So I started with, uh, the Spartan races and they were fun. Yeah. They're, they're really big, um, mm-hmm. very well organized. And I just recently, yeah, I did a savage race and I did, I did one savage race. And so far that's my favorite one because yeah, that's the one I did get a, a first place finish on. So yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Now, savage races. That's, that's the favorite one, but they're, they're all just <laughs> fun. It, it's really cool seeing the, just a community of people come together. And even for the longer races, you see it more where everybody's rooting for you. Um, even when you're running against them, they're, you know, they're helping you. You see some people that are running longer races and they get cramps and people will stop and help them and give them salt and give them nutrition. And, you know, you'll see them at the end of the race be like, Oh man, you like saved me out there. You're like a little angel. Right. Um, but it, it's a, it's a great community. It's, it's fun. Hmm. So you also recently started a podcast. So we got that in common now too. Uh, it's called Primal AF. Tell us a little bit about that. What's your what's your goal there? What's your, what's your mission? What, what do you guys talk about? So Primal AF is is fun. So I, I'm not really sure that the goal is to 
to do anything but just find high achieving guys that you know sometimes they have struggles and uh everybody loves a success story everybody has come from something i'm just interested in the story mm -hmm. because what if there was one person out there that could relate to that story dude you just possibly saved a life mm -hmm. maybe somebody found how enthusiastic you are about doing something like an obstacle course race and how much fun you had um and they get off the couch and they just go for a walk that's success that's probably more success than you know somebody going from running a 10k to a to a half marathon right somebody going from you know just i want to get off the couch i want to get off the couch and then they actually go for a walk and they're outside in the sun you know that's a massive increase mm -hmm. um but also people that you know are struggling with maybe substance abuse or mental health and they hear of a way to get out of that it's like oh my god there's a there's a light at the end of this tunnel so it's all about success stories and and doing it in a you know in a in a form where a lot of people could either just pay attention and and just have fun yeah, yeah. sounds a little familiar yeah. <laughs> well i mean totally. Yeah, you guys, I mean, we're in alignment. We're in the same, same, room, same well, computer room for a reason. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, it's all fun. I just, I just like talking to people and, and listening to, to different stories. And everybody has a good story to tell. I was talking mm -hmm. with somebody this past weekend, and they, uh, their line was, you know, I'm starting this business, but I don't feel like I have a good story. And then we listened to her story. And she, I mean, she came from, she came from, you know, an abusive childhood and, you know, drug ridden. And I'm like, oh my God, you're in the same room as, you know, this guy owns a plane and you're in the same room as him. It's like, you, you see how this sounds, right? <laughs> Listen to your story. I'm going to tell your story and you tell me how it sounds. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's just pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good point. I mean, a lot of people don't give themselves credit for how far they've come because they're always, you know, chasing that that next thing, you know, and it's 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 cool to be able to take a look, take a snapshot of where you are when you're on a podcast and take a look back and think of how far you came. And then, you know, also maybe, you know, think two years down the road, you'll be looking back at that guy and thinking like, damn, I it came even further. So it's, it's, a, it's, I mean, a it's that thing we see on, you know, on on social media. It's like, you know, five year, five years ago you know, self would dream to be at where you're at now. And then mm -hmm. think about where you'll be five years from now. And to give right. it some perspective, I mean, a good, just give it some perspective. Like think about a time that you were, I don't know, seven or eight years old. And you know, think of the, about a time that you were really happy. If you drove to yourself there and you went and met yourself, what would your seven or eight year old self say about you right now? They would look up to you and they're happy and they're curious and you'd be like, wow, mm. how did you get to where you're at? Right? Because that seven or eight year old self, they don't have the trauma and they don't have the, the sad stories most of the time. I mean, hopefully <laughs> not, but you know, they don't have all the experiences that, that cause these weird beliefs and, and weird stories that we already tell ourselves, you know, when we're, when we're, you know, 30, 40, 45 years old. So it's just yeah. a different perspective. It's all about the stories that you tell yourself.
you know, a, another great way of doing it, I mentioned earlier about going on this ghost tour, I called it really, I just went back to my old, you know, where I grew up, right, and doing it now, uh, 30 years later, going and looking and seeing, you know, I, I, I grew up in a really underprivileged neighborhood, you know, and, and you know, where not a lot of not a lot of good things happen, right? There's not a lot of good stories. And to go over there and just walk around and see like, holy cow, you know, and, and think what I'm coming back to just blows your mind, right? I mean, I'm like crying through this inner city hood, walking around in flip-flops and crying as a grown man and thinking like, mm -hmm. oh man, I could get the shit beat out of me anytime, right? And in the past, I would have been afraid to do that. But then you go through and it makes you really, like that. that's another way of doing it, right? Just as well, it, that's really practical now. And, and for a lot of us who have left our our hometowns and all that, I think, and, and had some success, that's that's probably a really good exercise to do. Environment is Thanks. extremely important. I was talking with Adam about it before. Oh. Environment is yeah. huge. I mean, think about the environment that you were just talking about, just yeah. hypothetically. It's just yeah. like a vicious cycle because you're you're totally. born in this inner city and you look at the people that do the same thing, maybe they're in and out of the you know, the the jail system and they're they're going around in circles because that's totally. the belief of the whole entire, you know, cycle there. Right. But what if there was somebody that broke that cycle, right? And they were like, you know, I did this thing, I started this business and I got out of there, Yeah. right? Now that cycle starts to change and mm -hmm. people start seeing, it's almost like, a, you know, a, a kid learning how to walk. Totally. You know, they get up and fall one time and they don't just give up, but they do it because they see mom and dad walking around. They see everybody else walking around. They're like, well, I know this is possible. Yeah. Well, now that's what modeling is, right? And and that's how we learn very often through modeling. And and you're absolutely right. Now there's a lot of examples, you know, of that like where I grew up, nobody went to college. Our parents didn't go to college. It just didn't exist, right? And so they didn't think that was possible. I could name on one hand how many of my friends went to college, you know, right? Uh, and now like there's tons of them. People have been to Harvard and people who are Broadway, you know, uh, Hollywood stars and all that. And so you know these. These people now people see models and they can think, okay, I can get out of this town and mm. go somewhere else, right? And so, which is great. And eventually, it'll be like any other middle class town in America, hopefully. And you know, everybody's okay. just expected to go out and be successful, right? And which will be pretty great. Yeah, change the beliefs of the people, you change the environment. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Well. Um, Jimmy, we're we're at that point where we like to ask our famous uh, Wayfinder Four. Let's so go. There are four questions. Uh, we're gonna shoot at you, and um, you, yeah, you ready? Absolutely. All right. So, give us a favorite, which is just you know, a book or movie or something, you podcast, whatever. You can't say the Wayfinder Show or Primal AI. Oh, yeah. you took my Wayfinder Show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's something see. else. That's everybody's favorite, right? It's I'm gonna go right now. My favorite <laughs> beach. My favorite beach is Ooh. in um, right outside of Jupiter, and it's oh. it's actually Dog Beach. Huh? If you mention Dog Beach from anywhere like around the you know Palm area, everybody knows where it is. It's okay. Just, I love dogs. Well, I have two dogs, and there's nothing better than watching them, you know, run around on the beach. Nice. Okay. Where, Check where? it out. That's what it is. It's a it's a dog beach. It's yeah. It's literally okay. just a dog beach. Just, wow. <laughs> okay. Cool. I guess in Florida you'd have dog beaches instead of dog parks, right? So, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think they have a couple of both, but um, yeah. I, I've never been to a dog park down there, just, just dog beach. Yeah. Yeah. Why go to just a boring park when you go to dog <laughs> beach? <It's> totally. <laughs> All right. Now, what's one hack that you use in your daily life? One hack is, um, you know, it's it's a new one. And it's the uh, it's the gratitude hack. Mm. So I used to be very stressed out and I used to, you know, let things bug me um, a lot more than they they should. But taking time to to slow down and just be grateful. I mean, just be grateful that you could smell or taste or see or have a healthy family or, you know, live in the neighborhood or the house that you're in. I think that's, I think it's a huge hack. Yeah. Just to be able to potentially help somebody out there that wants to do that. How do you practice gratitude? Is it like a daily routine that you have or what does it look like? Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I, I tell everybody I would be very easy to assassinate because I do the same things like every day I'm in the same place. <laughs> so yeah, I'd wake up um, pretty early in the morning. I usually start around, I, I, I like to play mind games with myself. So, you know, I'll set my alarm for 406 or 404 or 408 and uh, I go downstairs and um, turn on some soft music and I'll just practice, I'll practice that, just the gratitude and and breathing, I'll throw that in there, but just really visual visualizing the the things that I'm thankful for. Nice. Right. So Jimmy, what's something you would tell your 25-year-old self? Get some goals, man. Get some goals. It's all about clarity. I'm keeping it very short for, for that person because I'm in that usually the rule, like you only have like four words. To say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. People, that's great. Clarity. Yeah. Right on. So what do you think holds people back from being happy? Oh man, that's uh, how deep do you want to go? I know we're, we're running wherever you want. <laughs> um, it's always going to be themselves, themselves and their beliefs. And when you have a belief, you act on that belief. And whatever the outcome is, you get to tell the story on whether you believe that belief or not. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. And whether you want to be happy or, you know, you're doing things that make you sad, it starts with the belief, the, the, you know, the stories that you tell yourself. So everybody has their own experiences. Everybody has their own story. It's just how can we change that story? Maybe just a little bit. It doesn't have to be a 90 or, you know, 180 degree turn. But if we could change it a little bit, maybe get a little bit different of a result. Maybe that's something that we could get a little bit happier with. Hmm. Good. So, Jimmy, if anybody wants to know a little bit more about you, uh, how would they go about finding you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram, Primal Jimmy Knapp. Um, but also, I'll plug my podcast, Primal AF, on Spotify and Apple Music. I heard you had a recent episode with this really awesome dude. I can't think of who it was. But... Dude, this guy was a rock star. Can <laughs> yeah. you believe this guy took his whole family from Colorado to, <laughs> I mean, Charleston. 
and he bought a business doing it. I mean, this guy, he was legit. He was probably one of the best. You got it. It was the most recent episode, so you guys got to check it out. I heard it. Yeah. I think it's your best episode. You get ready for this. I listened to your episodes. I think that was the best one you had. Oh, that dude's a badass. We got to get him on the show. He's good looking, too. Find show. He is good looking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just that, kidding. It was fun, though, man. I had a lot of fun with that conversation. And that, oh, again, I wasn't done with the compliment. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep it going. Man. I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> dude, I think that's like something that you hear a lot. It's like, this voice is awesome. Yeah. That's right. You guys talked to, you know, it's funny. How many, I, I hate my voice. Listen to it. It's like the worst thing in the world, right? Where are you and from? Then I heard Adams. I'm like, yo, that dude, you got to record the intro. You got to do it all because that is a smooth voice, right? That's a smooth <laughs> voice. Well, you have, what is it, like Brooklyn? Who? You. Oh, no. I lived in Queens for a little bit. but Okay, no, Queens. I, Rhode Island is where I, okay. Providence, like uh, Central Falls, Rhode Island is where I went, like high school and all that, what I kind of call home. So but My younger years were in Queens, yeah. I'm from New Jersey. I would, I just lived in Virginia too long. I, I lost any sort of Northern accent, but it's yeah, like a really, it's a, people believe and um, it's a really honest, it's a really honest, how would you say it? Voice that you have. I oh, think thank you. Because, of, because of like the Queens, the Queens accent, <laughs> but like, you know, you just, I don't know what the, why the assumption is that people from New York ain't going to bullshit you. Yeah, I guess. Huh? That's my belief anyway. Um, yeah, beliefs can change. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's still hard for me to listen to all of us, right? Our own, and I'm used to it more now. But it's funny when we've had people on who haven't been on a on a pod before, mm -hmm. and you know we'll get them on, and then I'll text them, "Yo, we got you on," and they'll uh, they'll hear themselves, and uh, you know it's live. Your episode is live, and they'll hear themselves. And I'm like, oh, I sound like crap. Like I can't hear my own voice. <laughs> it's like the first thing everybody always says about themselves. Mm -hmm. But. I think the first time I've, I've spoken to a microphone, you know, if I hear it, you know, in, a, in a, any sort of like a, a recorder, like a phone or something, it's like, yeah, it sounds weird, but putting it on a microphone yeah. sounds a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But thanks. You guys man. don't I even know never... I'm in auto tune the whole time. This isn't even my real life. <laughs> T Pain. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you, though. I never really heard anybody say that I had a trustworthy voice. <laughs> I believe everything that you're saying. Thing. Okay, because I'm from Queens. All right. Yeah, but I think you're full of shit. For <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm See, like, this belief what? cycle. We need to change it. Now what? I think Jimmy's full of shit just for saying that, you know? <laughs> also a belief. Anyways. Right. Anyhow. Yo, Jimmy, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thanks. Uh, you. This was really, uh, you went deep. You shared a lot of, uh, you know, uh, things that, you know, I, I think were pretty intimate and a lot of people wouldn't normally share um so and and i think it's stuff that everybody can relate to in one way or another i know i did you actually got you know got me thinking and learning about myself just with your responses so thank you very much for being on the show uh we'll be checking you out on prime laf and um we'll talk to you again soon man i appreciate you having me thanks guys yeah man thanks yeah, again thanks. We hope you've enjoyed the Wayfinder Show. If you got value from this episode, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will allow us to help more people find their way to live more authentic and exciting lives. We'll catch you on the next episode.